Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I'm your host Christopher and today's episode I'm going to be talking about the Lost Boys from 1987 and it was directed by Joel Schumacher. So let's get in to the movie review. The film follows two brothers, Michael and Sam, as they move to Santa Carla, California with their mom following a divorce. What's in Santa Carla, you might ask? Well, their grandfather. And vampires. Yes, Santa Carla has a vampire problem. And it is the murder capital of the world, for those of you that didn't know. Even though the town's fake, it still holds that title. (laughs) These are not your normal run-of-the-mill vampires. They do not take small amounts of blood, you know, through the neck with the little fangs, and they're not clean cut. These are kind of the rebellious rocker vampires. They also will rip you to shreds if need be. I mean, they don't care. Also, they kind of change forms in a sense. Uh, Their face kind of morphs into this, like, bat-like creature. They don't sprout, like I said, they don't sprout the fangs. It really morphs, and it looks awesome. The special effects on their face and the makeup, it looks really really good anyways back to the plot Sam ends up befriending the Frog Brothers Santa Carla's vampire extraordinaires they know everything about vampires and they will get rid of them and kill any disgusting bloodsucker they see as they phrase it in the film of course Sam doesn't take them serious at first you know no normal person would but throughout the film you know how it goes he ends up realizing that they were right all along. Michael, on the other hand, unknowingly befriends the vampires. After somewhat falling in love with a girl named Star, who happens to be somewhat, I guess you could say, the girlfriend of the main head vampire, David, played by Keith Sutherland, who is rocking a sweet-ass mullet. I mean, dude looks like Billy Idol almost. It is. It's insane how good it looks, how sane that mullet is. But, from there, murder comedic mishaps, quotable one-lines and quotable phrases, an epic sax solo, which I will put that song in between this, you know, clip and my ending, and then awesome vampire deaths with 80s practical effects. This film has pretty much anything you can think of, you know, in regards to pop culture from 1987. (laughs) The special effects, as I was going to talk about, are mostly towards the end of the film, there are some earlier, but really the ending is the main highlight. That is when you see vampires start to melt, burn, you know, flesh getting peeled off. Uh, there is actually one of the ways to dispatch a vampire is they take a bathtub, they fill it with holy water and garlic, and then dunk the vampire in the bathtub and the skin. You see it melt off. Just from it burning, and you know, this I think you actually, if I remember right, you see the skeleton rise up out of the water. It's really cool to see. It's a neat effect. Another one is another vampire gets shot into a stereo while the stereo is exploding. It's you know, it's, the vampire is catching on fire. You see the skin bubble a little bit, and you see it kind of peeling off the face again. Like I said, really cool effect. And it's the highlight is at the end. The only sad part is that it's only, f- I think, five vampires, if I remember right, that get offed. Which I wish there were kind of more and kind of a little bit spread out through the film. But the way it is now is real. It's 
it's perfect. I feel that's the only part of the movie I would change. Now, this film, now the Lost Boys do have two sequels: The Thirst and The Tribe. The Tribe becoming first, but those two are both really bad films. I would definitely say stay away. If I had to pick, I would pick The Thirst over The Tribe. The Tribe in itself is kind of like a soft remake a little bit, ignoring The Lost Boys from 1987, just kind of ignoring that installment in itself. The Thirst, at least, ends the Edgar and Alan Frog Brother kind of story that they had going. So, The Thirst is slightly better, but not. It, it just holds it a little bit. For those of you who haven't seen this film, I would highly recommend it, especially if you are a fan of vampire films and a fan of 80s horror films. But it also has a little bit of comedy, and it's kind of, kind of, I would say, like American Werewolf in London, but it's maybe not as good, like, you know, as funny as that film is in some aspects. So that's my review for The Lost Boys. I'm going to actually end the podcast, so meet me over there. Before I go, I would like to apologize for how short this episode is. As I said in my last podcast, there's not really a video game I'm playing right now that I feel like I need to talk about. So with that, it kind of cuts out the content to put in my channel. So that's why this episode is short. But since it is this, you know, since it was short, I am going to be releasing another podcast on Friday, and it's going to be over the return of the living dead and from dusk till dawn. So be on the lookout for that. Along with that, I always say before I, you know, close my podcast out, if there's a video game or a movie you would like me to review, please leave it to me in a voice message here on Anchor so I can listen to it, try to find the game and play it, or the movie and watch it so I can get my thoughts and opinion on it. Also, please like, share, favorite, subscribe, follow, whatever you gotta do to let me know you're out there listening. Because I will give you a shout-out if it does pop up in my notifications. I actually do have two notifications, or two shout-outs I want to give. One is to BarleyCast, and the other is to Wilder Newswell Talk Show and more. Barley does not have any podcasts up right now. Talk show has quite a few up. I've actually listened to a couple of his, so I'll definitely say go over there and check his channel out. With that being said, thank you for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you.